Good morning. One of the penitential rites, so in the church there are different penitential rites. And one of them we hear regularly is that the strophes. And strophes, uh, where you, there's one sentence and then they say, Lord have mercy, sentence, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy, etc. What's beautiful about the church is that there are strophes for each liturgical season in the church. And so the one for Advent goes like this. Lord Jesus, you came to gather the nations into the peace of God's kingdom. Lord, have mercy. You don't have to, but okay. You guys are pretty good. <laughs> well versed. Lord Jesus, you come in word and sacrament to strengthen us in holiness. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you will come in glory with salvation to fear people. And then it would say, Lord, have mercy. And what's beautiful about this penitential rite is that we see the emphasis of coming or oncoming. We see that he came as a man, becoming fully human being while remaining fully God. In the incarnation, we see that you came to gather the nations into the peace of God's kingdom. And then we see here he comes. You come in word and sacrament to strengthen us in holiness. You come in through the scriptures, through the word, and you come in sacraments, most especially through the Eucharist. And then, Jesus, Lord Jesus, you will, come in, you will come in glory with salvation of your people. An emphasis on the end times. That the Lord will come at his second coming at the end of time. But today I want to focus on that second one right there. Lord Jesus, you come in word and, strength, and sacrament to strengthen us in holiness. Back in 2019, there was a Pew survey which, which found that 69% of Catholics do not believe in the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist. 69% of Catholics. And this is really sad. This is really sad because this is not just something that's a, a debatable thing as, uh, in, in theology. It's not a debatable point in theology. It's not one of those trivial kind of matters. But 69% of Catholics don't believe in the real presence of Jesus. That we believe that Jesus is really, truly, and substantially there in the Eucharist. 69% do not believe that of Catholics. That's a really sad thing. So we see here, but yet we say, we profess with our faith that you come in word and sacrament to strengthen us in holiness. So as response to that, Bishop Robert Barron and the other bishops of the United States have come up with a, this Eucharistic year of revival, this Eucharistic revival year that we're in right now. And so as a part of that, Bishop Barron had written a book called This Is My Body. And if you would like a copy, we, have, we bought 400 copies for the church. So there's plenty of copies on that table. You can take one, take many if you like, and give them out to people. And this is, our, this is the book in response to that, that startling statistic, that sad statistic of the lack of Catholic, well, the Catholics who don't believe in the real presence. And so as part of this, I thought to have a, an Advent homily series on the Eucharist. So this today, I'm going to talk about the real presence of Jesus. It's found in chapter 3 in this book. But then the next Sunday, second Sunday of Advent, we'll have an adoration push to help 
bring about more of an adoration presence here in our parish. But also then the third Sunday, we'll have a Sunday about the practicals and how to receive the Lord Jesus in the Eucharist reverently and how to do that in a way that is fruitful for our hearts. And then the fourth Sunday, we'll focus on the Eucharistic miracles that have taken place over the centuries. And I'll, and I'll have a homily focus on those miracles. So these, this season of Advent, we'll have this Eucharistic homily series based on that fact that we want to bring about more a revival of the Eucharist around here at St. Albert. So let's get into that, that fact of the real presence. We believe as Catholics that Jesus is really, truly, and substantially present in the Eucharist. We believe that it's really his presence. He, and, and Bishop Ron Barron in his book will state and show that that's been the case since the beginning of the church. Since the beginning with Jesus himself telling these apostles and t- preaching that to the crowds. He'll get into here, John chapter 6, the Eucharistic, uh, the uh, discourse of the, on the bread of life. And in, in this book, he t- makes the point that, well, he explains about it, John chapter 6. Jesus is making the point in that chapter that one should not work for food that perishes, but food that lasts to eternal life. And he goes on to state that that's his body, that's himself. And in fact, but so then the Jews and others will quarrel amongst themselves saying, how is this the case? How are you going to give us your, pres- your, your body to eat? How is that the case? That does not make sense. But then Jesus, his response is like, ah, he's not like, oh, I'm not, I'm not really teaching that. I'm just kind of giving you arousal here. I'm, I'm really mean just symbolically that I'm their presence. No, Jesus doesn't do that in that chapter. He then emphasizes again that you need to eat his flesh to have eternal life within you. And, unless you, and if you don't do that, you do not have eternal life within you. And that word for eat there in that chapter is a word for na. It's a Greek word that would mean na. Like a, a, a cow chewing its cud, like gnawing on that grass, whatever it's eating, over and over and over again. So he's reemphasizing the fact that you must eat my flesh and drink my blood to have eternal life within you. And so with that, the Jews and others cannot believe that. And they fall away. And they reject Jesus right there. But yet he turns to the the apostles and says, what about you? Do you believe? And Peter's like, yes, we believe that what you have is eternal life. That your word is eternal life. We believe that you are really stating that you are really the bread of life, that we need to eat your flesh. You are really present in that heavenly bread. And then, so that's, so then Bishop Robert Barron will go on to, to talk about that, the church's belief from the very beginning and talking about the church fathers. He, talk, he says, various church fathers, in the quotes from them, he says about St. Ignatius of Antioch, who lived in 104, he says, St. Ignatius says, I desired the bread of God, of God, the heavenly bread, the bread of life, which is the flesh of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, 
and I desire the drink of God, namely his blood, which is incredible love and eternal life. St. Justin Martyr in 150 says, This food is called among us the Eucharist, of which no one is allowed to partake, but the man who believes that the things which we teach are true. The food food which is blessed by the prayer of his word is the flesh and blood of that Jesus who has made flesh. St. Augustine in the mid-5th century will say that the words of consecration truly have an effect upon these bread and wine to turning them into the body and blood of Jesus. That the words of consecration calling upon the Holy Spirit in the Mass really truly does transubstantiate makes the presence of Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, in the Eucharist. Turning bread and wine into the substance of, of Christ's flesh and blood. And then we see here later on in St. Thomas Aquinas, he gives a beautiful theology of the Eucharist. If you want to learn more about that, I would suggest reading his book. I could talk for hours on St. Thomas. He had a really great love for the Eucharist. So now let's go back to that stat. How does that stat of 69% of Catholics who don't believe in their presence, how does that affect you? How does that affect you? Is it surprising? Does it make you sad? Does it make it tempting just to brush it off and think, oh, that doesn't affect me? Um, I'm here at Mass anyway, I believe. Or is it really something that we can take into our own hearts and say, is there something in my own heart that's true there as well? Has this teaching of the Eucharist, the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist, uh, been so with me that it's become a second part, I mean, that's become a thing that I take for granted? that I don't really uh, show with my life? Do I come to Mass as much as I can? Do I come to adoration as much as I can? Do I have a desire for the Eucharist to taste the bread of life and receive that in my life? Or is it, or is it just a, a statistic or just a thing that's just there as a belief of mine? Do I let that real presence, that fact that Jesus is really truly present in the Eucharist take a hold of my life? And do I act in that way? That's a great question to ponder in this Advent season. Time of pondering that question. How, Lord, am I doing in that regard? How would my life look differently if I were to really truly believe that and put that into action in my own life? Help me, Lord, to be that way. Help me, Lord, to be one of the Eucharist, realizing that you are really present there and letting my actions show forth that. Lord Jesus, you come in word and sacrament to strengthen us in holiness. Christ, have mercy.